All right, welcome back to the golf podcast. We have dug through the depths of the internet to unearth some of the best, wildest, and craziest golf stories we've ever seen. So if you thought you had a crazy golf story, just hang on for these. Yeah, these are bizarre. These are bizarre. <laughs> so hang on. We're going to get into those in a minute. But first, Mike, I got to tip the hat. You, you picked Scotty, some. baby. Scotty last week. I felt comfortable picking Scotty. I hope some of you guys ran with it. I hope some of you put money on it. I mean, we were talking about it before we started recording, just how cool he looked on Sunday with that two-stroke lead, right? Yeah, incredible. I mean, yeah. I was watching it you know, with my father in the morning, and I see that two-stroke lead, and I'm like, Dad, Scotty's got this. He's, He's got win. it. I think right now he wins the Masters. I'm going to make the prediction now. <laughs> well, here's another question for you, then. He, we'll, we'll see Scotty again in two weeks at the Dell match play. Does he defend his title there? Remember, it's hard to bet against him. He won the Dell match play and then went on to match play is a tough, tough event, though. It's very different. It's different, different mental component. I don't know. I think he can easily go out and do it, but I think he's going to have a. I don't want to say easier time, but I'd like to bet my money on him defending the Masters. I'll tell you what. Give me Scotty in any mental game. Yeah, that's why I said he's going to win because I'm looking at it. It's just like he doesn't look uncomfortable. No, in any position. You know, if he's got the lead, he plays his same game no matter what. And when his game is on, it's just everything works for the guy. He's <laughs> got the distance off the tee. We're seeing him. He was in like probably I think it was the top five at one point in driving distance that week, which you don't need length for the for the players. Mm -hmm. But then he's, his approach game was fantastic. And when he wasn't hitting the green he was recovering seemingly no problem you know we saw even coming down the stretch in the back nine him in that little bunker and it's just be like you'd be like uh oh here's where and you here's could tell like come off. this is where like nope. the uh they want to keep that retention they yeah. want to keep you watching and that's where like the, the announcers will say like oh this could be trouble and just nothing was trouble for him no he would just get there that's he'd why. get up and down like at worst a bogey but that was rare but like where other guys like you would see other guys would every once in a while spray one into the pine needles, uh, catch a tree, and, and lose a stroke or two on the hole. It's just there's Scotty waiting for them he in the fairway. There he is, just just chilling. And you know, it's funny watching the press conference or just some of the interviews afterwards. Right on the green when he was interviewed, just the way he composes himself, he's just like, uh, yeah, it was fun. And he's kept saying that he's the he, most he was, chill. You know, he's like, yeah, it was fun out there. You know, just we just went out there and we it was fun. Did you see the post game interview with them? He goes, like, what are you going to do? He's like, I oh, think my grandma's, grandma's making right? something. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. Go to grandma's. Go to grandma's. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. The guy just won. Hey, I what love was it. it. What did he win? Four million plus? Four and a half. Four point seven. It was four and a half. And he won three point seven at the Waste Management. So the guy's got eight million between two wins this year. And, and not only that, the resume he's putting together now, the players he's won, he's WGC events. He's, he's got won, the Masters. The Masters. You know, Almost won the US Open last year. Everyone yeah. forgot about that. He was in the hunt. I, I got to think it's got to play heavily on the minds of everybody else in the field when you've got, you know, they're struggling. It's tough conditions. Conditions got even tougher with the wind really coming mm -hmm. up. We watched the group go through and even the, the mental fortitude of, of Scotty to watch. Uh, he's just standing around the green because it was, it was a little bit slow going through that that turn there to 17. And he watches um, the group ahead of him, Tommy Fleetwood. Yep, yep. And they both put their balls in the water, one long, one short. The wind is swirling 20 miles an hour. Yeah. How and about that? It was he nuts. just like watches it. Like th that would be in my head, seeing everybody in the group in front right. of me all go in the water. Now I get up there. That's right. why he's doing what he does. That's why we do what we do. Ex exactly. But, but speaking of that, how incredibly gorgeous is that course? We have to play it. 
I, I was thinking the same thing the whole time. Like, this has got to be on right? our list. And Always it's just, perfect. It, but it seems to get better every year. Yeah, right. Like, the way they do <laughs> the bunkering and stuff, it's just mm. incredible. But but Scotty Scheffler, again, like, just like, you, the guy's career knows no bounds at this point. He's yeah. clear that he's got the game that can win in different formats, match play, stroke play, different. He, it travels around. He's won on all different types of courses. So... Big things I, I think we'll see, but there was other some other funny stories too. Um, the Tom Hoagie story, yeah, with terrific. the airplane, yeah. Fantastic. Pull up this tweet here. So who's that? Doug Ferguson. He said Tom Hoagie is got uh, is going to pick up about one point three million and fly home to Fort Worth. Coach, that's just Hoagie, and he replies <laughs> back with his yep number twenty one C. It's C. With his C. He's sitting there and coach after winning one point three million dollars. But there's even more to that story. I found out. He had booked that flight, the coach flight, when he thought he was going to miss the cut. He booked it on oh. like Thursday. Oh, he was planning to stay till Sunday. He, he, well, he, I guess, I guess, right? I, I don't know. Maybe that, he's that's there, what I heard. He hang had, around. He had booked it. Maybe he moved it. I maybe. thought he, I thought he booked a flight because he didn't think he was going to. Wasn't it because he didn't I think, think he, he was going to make the cut? I think he booked a flight thinking he wasn't going to make the cut, and then I got guess he had a shuffle, and this was the flight yeah, he got. Yeah, that's a shuffle. He got, got it, got it, got but, it. But regardless, <laughs> though, here's a guy, again, it just shows you how wild this game is. Here's a guy who thinks he's not going to make the cut and then goes out there and fires the course record. Right. It's which golf. was insane. <laughs> but speaking of insane, take a look at uh, Terrell Hatton's back nine scorecard here. Low. Are you kidding me? Low. One, two, three. What's that? Seven birdies. He goes seven under on the back. We all saw how difficult that, that course was. And that finish. Imagine going birdie, 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 birdie. Five birdies in a row, including that incredibly difficult stretch of 16, 17, yeah. 18. No, that's that's incredible. Where do you finish in the tournament? Oh, well, that's the, the great part about Third. it. Third. He jumped up. Mm -hmm. His his winnings where he was looking before he entered that back nine. Higher. Yep. He was somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars in earnings. Got it. Okay. So yeah, he finished second. Yep. Yeah. So what I'm saying, after his back nine, he jumped up to about one point three million. Just what a from the back, back nine. nine. Jeez. He ten xed. All you need is a good back nine. What he was gonna win by the back. That's why I guess you just you hang in there and you stick with it. But it was it was incredible. One good round change your life really good and and like i said it, it just shows we're going to talk about it in a second but we've got a lot of good golf coming up because the the strength of it like the field like look at you know again hatton and, and all these guys who could come out of nowhere we saw great things i think is a good career ahead of him for that um min Woo Lee. yeah, yeah fell right. apart a little bit but it just shows a little bit of inexperience i think you could see like a lot from him Dude, that's Ryan. a really cool story actually um min Woo? yeah because I believe isn't his sister yes. a like total gamer like multiple time on the major LPG winner yes. on the LPGA so oh, wow. I guess when they play together they play from the same tees but she doesn't let him hit driver ah, so okay. I guess that's I guess he was playing <laughs> a driving iron a lot and yeah. like really just dialing it, just it in lasered in with and that thing I guess that's because he plays with his sister all the time hitting that driving iron off the tee well so. he used it to good effect because on 18 with all that water he hit a 293 or 296 yard uh, two iron yeah that's no big deal <laughs> no big Jeez. deal but I think good big things to see coming from him look at even uh, you know Brandon Wu who we had on the podcast you know not too long ago when Tied he was 19 just, yeah he's dad he was just dabbling with trying yeah. to get that in there with his his tour card now he's um 39th in the fedex, FedEx cup, cup point yeah another one aaron ryan tie 19 hole in one yeah so these guys these young guns are coming up i love it it's absolutely and it's just like anybody can win and and i think that's the 
counterpoint to these uh, these designated events where people think like, oh, they're not going to pull the big fields. Yeah, you could pull anybody, you know, at the top 150 on the PGA Tour, and they could be in there in the mix. So you never know. Um, Just going back to uh, Tom Hoge real or Hoagie real quick. Uh, in the first round on Thursday, he shot 78. Yeah. He, that's why he thought he was going home. Yeah, second round, sixty-eight. So just in two yeah. rounds, ten stroke difference. Yeah, that's in two that's rounds, like just insane. We've it's been there, crazy. <laughs> we, we've been there. Yeah, we've been there. Hundred down to ninety. Our ten strokes right. in and the then wrong ra- direction. Round three, sixty-two. Yeah. Did he? Is that like course record? Course record. Yeah, he's he he shot the course record sixty. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? Love it. At that's Sawgrass. Incredible. At oh Sawgrass. My God. In these conditions. I'll tell you After what. shooting a 78 <laughs> on Thursday, something clicked, on. man. Overnight, if Hatton did a, a few things in that front nine, yeah, he could have had the course. Could have had, yeah, he could have had the tournament. Because the course record's ten under, right? Yeah, he went seven under on the yeah. back. Yeah, it's true. It's just, hey, did any any vibe change from like no Cam Smith, no Dustin Johnson for you, or for me? No, no. I mean, it I, had a stacked field. I was, was great competition. In all eyes on Scotty. And my pick, I thought I thought we'd see more from Rory. Yeah, that was a tough. But Rory tough week. just he couldn't find a fairway, and he was he was struggling. He looked tired. So I was watching him. Mm-hmm. But um, and a bummer about John Rahm getting sick after the yes, first round. Withdraw stomach bug. Yeah, that stinks. But I, to me, I I like Cam Smith. I, I like watching him. Yeah, I loved you know, watching him play. He's an incredible mm-hmm. all around golfer. But I just think there's so much strength that pulling a guy like him out doesn't hurt the field that much right. you know unless you're unless you're a diehard cam fan you really want to see him play there was there was just enough action to watch out there right and that was the big him. chatter out there because there was like 10 heavyweights not in the field yeah this year you know between all the westwood palter and you name it all but the it's going to be line. interesting to see at the masters like i you know yeah he, we that's might when not, they'll all we, come back we might not right. have missed him at the players this weekend but it's going to be very interesting seeing those guys at back at the Masters, I think yeah. with these dudes, we're all going to mm-hmm. end up playing. You know, you know, Monday morning quarterback and hindsight. This if if Cam comes out of nowhere and just beats up everybody at the Masters, beats up Scotty Scheffler, then we're going back and we're saying like, well, maybe we did miss him. What would have he done at the Players? What would have? Would have? Would have? You know, we could we could say that forever. Yeah, you're but, right. But for me, otherwise, it's just watching the event, like just watching what Scotty was doing, and I I, I could. It was a Scotty Scheffler show on Sunday. I could have just watched his round and nobody else and just been like, it was, he put on a yeah, clinic. Clinic. I think he wins four, minimum four more times this year. Yeah. Right, easily. And my, I think I make, he wins one of the four majors. Yeah. I got him for Masters. I got home an early pick for US Open. LA Country Club, California guy. He went out in Torrey. There's a but guy that's a little far away. But around every single, every single week. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we put up a poll for you guys. If you're not already, you know, subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe over there. We're going to do some more of the interactions on the community page, get you guys involved. So we put up a poll. I know it's early in the season. Love Who's your poll. early pick for player of the year? And you this. guys, you know, came in with, with Scotty. 408 votes. Thank no, they came guys. in with Rom. Oh, wow. Look I can't that. see that in the black and white. 54% of you Rom. went John Rom. You're right. 30% Scheffler. I'm sure this morning that's, that's going to shift. People are probably going to be more Scotty. But look, 9% for McElroy. And then, Zach, the comments were what, Homa? Homa. Three comments, and they were all saying Homa. Yeah. But look, I mean, look at this powerhouse, though. You know, when you go around to the majors and you've guys got, you know, these are the three who've been shuffling for world number one, Mm. Scotty, McElroy, and and John Rahm. Any one of those guys could get a little bit hot and just, you know, it's an incredible little lineup there. So player of the year is going to be, 
Surprise it's going to be heated as we get down towards the stretch. We're not talking about JT. We're not talking about speed. It's interesting. Are those guys going to win? What's going on with those guys? It's it's. They're both in the field at the Valspar, right? They are. Okay. You know, to to be a fan of JT and see him how much he's been struggling, that's been tough. Yep. Um, but to every, you know, there's a counterpoint to everything. The other, the other one who we've seen struggle for so long, good friend of JT's, is is Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. and it's been really nice to see him yeah, turn himself around and regaining confidence. Like he had an incredible shot Sunday on the the seventeenth hole at the Island Green. If, I don't think there's anybody who's more comfortable there than yeah, him. After right. his players win yeah. there and what he he just kept sticking it in that pin position, but um, you know, yeah, it's it's weird to not have Justin Thomas in the mix and and I I gotta think he he's feeling the pressure now with it being a Ryder yeah. Cup year. Yeah, he gets you know he would, he's, he wants sometimes. to be in yeah. that in that mix, and I could see it, as long as he, he gets somewhat in form, even if he doesn't automatically make it in, I could see him being a captain's pick. Right, I don't think we'll never not see JT, never not see Spieth. But so. there's a lot of really good options for an American team right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys got bumped. It's interesting to even really think thought, of. Right, couldn't but, even think of that. So. This is an interesting story that I'm not sure if you guys are aware of, but Scotty and his caddy, I believe, Ted. Ted, Ted yeah. yeah. So they had a bet going, or a little bit of a wager going earlier in this year. And it was if Scotty was able to chip in 10 times, then Ted gets a cash bonus. Okay. And Scotty, I believe during the second or third round, hit his 10th chip in of the year. So no Ted's getting a nice little bonus That's on, top on top of the win of, bonus. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I would do that all day with my caddy. All day. Incentivize the heck like out of Like a bonus program. Give me a great read on those chips. Right. You know, whatever it is. If I make X, you amount, know, of X amount of putts this year, my putt percentage, whatever, I'm going to give you a bonus. Right. And that would I be, love the bonus structure program. Yeah. It's great. And who knows? Maybe a lot of them do have something like that in place. But um, Teddy's living a caddy's dream right now. Oh, yeah. And he's got way more to come, too. Yeah, but Good going back to, I mean, the dominance of these guys, out of the last five designated events, these elevated big payout events, it's been either Scotty, Scheffler, or John Rahm who's won four of those. <laughs> four out of the five events. That's crazy. Those the guys other are one? just stock in the bank accounts. What was the other designated event? I'm curious. I thought they had them all. No, it, the, it was like the... I mean, you don't have to go nuts. But wow, they've had that many this year already. Good for them. They have, and and it leads into the next conversation. Will be the Vals Bar, which is coming up this week. Circle is, back. Yeah, it's now not a designated event. So remember, we were kind of talking about like how much does that hurt the field? So like you've got it sandwiched in between. So the week after the Vals Bar, you've got the two events simultaneous. The, w- the WGC, GC. the Dell, and in Austin, and then yeah. you've got the Corrales in in um, right. What's Punta Puerto, Rico? Yep. Puerto Rico, I think. So you've got the two events going on. Um, but the Dell is another designated event, another $20 million purse. So you got two, you know, the, the players and you've got the, uh, the Dell, which will be the next time, like I said, we see Scotty Scheffler. You've got kind of this week in between and you makes you wonder, like, will a lot of guys sit it out and just play the big, big payout events? Well, the, the Valspar still carries a lot of FedEx Cup points and an $8 million purse. Sure. It's only because of these $20 million purses that the yep. eight seems like not as much, but just a year or two ago, that's a that's a decent purse. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised to see guys like JT and Speed play it. 
But I mean, I wonder if they're like almost being forced to play some of these events. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not surprising to who? me because it's $8 million payout is still a significant purse, you yeah. know? And on top of that, these are kind of core PGA Tour events, like the Valspar, the Snake Pit. Like right. We're not talking about like a, a complete alternate field event. So I'm not, I, I still don't, I'm not sold on the idea that you're going to see all the big names sit out the non-designated. Yeah. I'm not sold on that. And I like mean, I said, you saw, you got, you got, um, uh, Sam Burns going to be trying to defend his title. You got Justin Thomas, Jordan Speed, Matthew Fitzpatrick, you know, major winner, Tommy Fleetwood. You know, we got, there's still some big names in, in the field at the Valspar this week. Sam Burns going for the three. He's going for the three, Pete. What was that interesting stat we had here? That hasn't been done much on tour. Only a handful of guys. Tiger has done the three peat. Jack, Arnie, Billy Casper, Tom Watson, Johnny Miller, and Gene Littler. Yeah. So some big, big names. You know, good company yeah. to be in if he can three peat. So maybe it's but a Sam Burns show. You never know. Like sometimes these guys and it just the course just fits them so yeah, well. Right. And it, I got that vibe out of Sam last year watching him. We were thinking, like, could he at that time we we're saying, could he repeat? Right. And he seemed to to do it without, you know. Where would you rank that place? Because we played it in your in your in your for for me or for the tour no, for schedule. You. And like where you played, I'd say top ten. Yeah, I would say top ten, especially the snake pit. So interesting, really interesting. Um, I would Daunting. say the first hole, of the snake pit, that, that first, par four, is one, one of the hardest tee shots I've ever hit. One of the most intimidating for sure. For me, it because I, I play a draw, it wasn't as intimidating. Right. But like if you me, play I a would, fade or a slice, it's death. a deadly. Yeah. It's a dead, but there's this there's a sliver of a fairway there, all protected the whole right side with water. But the thing with it was is that you didn't have much room on the left yep. either. You know, just just a little bit, it only takes to push through the fairway and be in the trees, and then you're punching out, and it's a tough approach shot. It's a tough course. It's a. Tough I wouldn't course. say it's the hardest three hole stretch. The snake no. pit. No, because there's not that much to get you in trouble except for that first hole. I also didn't find 18 to be. It's like a straightaway up the hill par right. four. You just like I. I think 16 is one of the hardest holes I think out there on the tour. Yeah, but then 17 really what it play? It's a long par three. It's just a long par three. And 18 I felt like it's a, a, a traditional right. uphill par four for right. the. So I don't feel like it's. It's no bear trap. Right. Right, I think Amen Corner. Not knocking it, it ate me, ate me up. Right, you played it really well, but it ate me I up. I played it well, but I, like I would be more nervous as a tour player going into sixteen, seventeen, eighteen at Sawgrass than the Snake Pit. Yeah, especially totally. given whatever the winds do. Totally. Yeah, no I, know, doubt. I know the PGA Tour doesn't often do this, but I would like to see two rounds played at Copperhead and two rounds played at the Island. Yeah. yeah, just I because the island was so tough, was so and I would tough. love to see they've the held to, the tour guys before, play right? that. I think they've held some like qualifiers there. They may have. I if I remember, I think the yardage was too short to hold the tour event. Okay, I think, I think that's where Phil Mickelson won his NCAA championship. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it's fun yeah. too. Like when we were down there in, in Innisbrook, like everyone was talking about that course. Right. You know? Good luck like, when hey, you get you to the island. It? Yeah, so it. I, I mean, that was still one of the the more fun trips we've done, mm -hmm. and it'll be it'll be good to watch these guys and see how they navigate through it. And then don't forget, we've only got um, two, you know, three events if you count the Valspar before the Masters. Three We're weeks. Back. Yeah, so we've got that. Then you've got another great event That's, in the Dell Match Play. Yeah, and then after that, we've got the Valero Texas Open, which a lot of guys will play to prep the Masters because it's kind of like. 
a, a layout that has a lot of synergies with the Masters, with Augusta. So a lot of guys will play asked, there. Yeah, right, true. And then head into it. Or a lot of guys will be playing there. We'll, you know we'll get the storylines we do every year of one or two guys who are just trying to win their way into the I just think these guys the are Masters. exhausted. I think like JT Spieth, honestly, I think some with Valspar and PGA Tour, like they had to almost be forced to come and play or paid to play. Because at this point, when you're flying across, you got Hawaii swing, you're going over to uh, Waste Management, over to Riviera, and you're coming back for the players. API, they're playing. Well, now they're best. in the Florida they're, like, swing. Exhausted, like yo, we got to take a break. Yeah, they're in Florida swing. They're, they're, I think at least JT's a Florida resident. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's Florida, but I could see like the the one in between the Masters and the WGC. I could see that being just a, a Honda the type field. Yeah. Yes. Just so the ghost. Texas is tough because to now, in. yeah, you're going from Florida over to Texas and then back to Georgia, right. but. But like I said, a lot of guys like it as a tune-up, you know, because of the fact that, like I said, it, it the layout it plays similarly in a lot of right. ways to Augusta, and a lot of guys just feel like it, it get, keeps them informed. Versus yeah. just the other option is to get to Augusta early and put in more practice rounds. But there's good and there's bad with both. Practice rounds will give you the layout of the land, but it's not the same vibe as being in competition. Yeah. So true. I'm not crying for these guys at all. Flying private from course to course, do you see millions of dollars. When yeah, they no, we're right. certainly not. But like, come on, easy speeds doing the RV life with his wife and his kid. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I would love to see he loves like a vlog of that. Yeah, you know, like somebody like him that's doing like RV life. That's perfect content because you like, know their own bed yeah. is like everything to them. Yeah, you know, like they sleep on a, on a questionable bed. Like your whole round, your whole tournament could be screwed. Does he have kids? He's got one. Yeah, newborn. Semi newborn, yeah. I mean, can you imagine going down the highway and Jordan Jordan's just in his, his RV? He's got Gorilla, yeah. Riding You're it, like, well, what's going on? But we got to talk about that story. I mean, the fan getting hit real yes. quick. How cool was that? That I mean, that guy got clocked. He got clocked, and as a result of him getting clocked, the ball didn't go in the water, stayed in play, went into the fairway. Spieth went on to make the cut and win two hundred seventy-five thousand. Yes. <laughs> so of course, after the round, it. they interview Spieth, and he said. I'm going to get his contact information and give him whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. Yeah. And you know what he ended up with? The uh, the flag. A signed signed flag. flag. Yeah, the whole internet was going nuts on what they would pick. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, can you hook me up with master's tickets? Yeah, I'll just take Saturday, Sunday. I don't yeah, even need the whole that's week. That's all. Something like that. Right. I don't know. There's a certain degree, like, how greedy can you get? Exactly. Right? You keep if it, nothing else, I would just be, it'd be fun to be part of the storyline, depending on how injured you are. Right. He, it wasn't like he didn't go down. Right, <laughs> hit him hard though. Yeah, blood? But golf ball to the knee. To, yeah, oh, no blood to the kneecap. It can't can't no, feel good. That's gonna hurt for a while. Yeah, it's gonna sting for a bit. That's gonna hurt for a bit. But it was just like boom, it hit him, and then that ball jumped all the way. Saved it, like you said, saved it from going in the water. Jumped all the way into the fairway, and then he had a sick chip in for eagle. <laughs> he should after that. <laughs> that's great. That's what I told him. Hey, Jordan, you better at least capitalize on right. that. I got you back in the fairway. You better at least capitalize. Right, absolutely. On but like. A signed flag. I'd send him 1% of earnings. That's like the most lame gift Maybe I've ever heard in yeah. my entire life. It's like, give the guy a set of clubs, play around with him. Give him get 2% him of the take, tickets, send him five grand. Get him oh something, my. like a signed flag. It's like, yeah, he's okay, some, bro. He's going to have some rehab. He's going to have to start. Well, usually, what's the tradition? If you hit somebody, you sign your sign glove and give it to them. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it sounds that's a good spot to take a break. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and go through some of these stories that we've dug up from the internet. And some of them, like I said, will just leave you scratching your head about how this happened. Uh, so some fun stuff to dig into, and we're going to encourage you guys too. If you've got a fun story of your own, drop in the comments, whether you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, because uh, I'd love to read some more of them on the show. 
I'm sure there are a lot that are just sitting there waiting to be told. Isn't there one that involves a gorilla and a couple police officers? Yes, there okay. is. Yes, okay. there is. So let's do a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> we'll get right into it. All right. The hours have been put in and the work has been done. As the moment approaches, you either fear it or you feel it. For Titleist, it's the moment filled with pure anticipation, the culmination of relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. The Titleist TSR is here. Now, guys, the new Titleist TSR drivers take everything that made the TSI the number one driver on tour, and they packed in even more performance into every single head. From new face technologies to CG improvements and aerodynamic refinements, when everything moves the needle, you're playing at Titleist speed. Go to Titleist.com, learn more about the TSR medals, schedule your fitting today. That's the Titleist TSR. Find your faster. And guys, you've heard us talk about it a little bit before, but if you haven't checked out the new Hyperflex and Hyperflex Carbon shoes from FootJoy, now's the time to do it. I think they're going to be the hot shoe this summer, the colors that they come in, not to mention the stability. They got hyper power, hyper control, hyper fit, and what you really end up with is tour caliber performance. We've talked before about stability, using ground forces, and really starting to think of your shoes as another performance piece of your equipment. You put these on and you'll see why. They're serious powerful but they're also comfortable shoes they do real gamer shoes for players who focus on maximizing their performance and they provide that foundation for hyper power uh, designed to uh, provide you that best swing platform possible the last thing you want to do is be slipping out there so they keep you in place for that hyper control because all foot joy thinks about is how to design a shoe that helps you play better and they keep you dialed with that hyper fit so remember a shoe that doesn't fit well is not going to perform well so you want to make sure the shoe fits well so it doesn't reduce your power input and that's just a fact so thinking of your shoes as part of your performance equipment is really going to change the game for you and the good news is you'll still look good doing it too so check out the new hyperflex and hyperflex carbon today at footjoy.com and we can't say enough about the tommy john 360 underwear by the way it's the best deal on the internet right now i'm going to tell you about that in a second i mean i've never been so hype on my underwear collection i mean they're totally legit he's in there showing off his underwear i, I was showing off the people they were at the house i was folding clothes i was like you got to check out this underwear <laughs> They're like, you weirdo, put those things away because the 360 underwear, they're 360 because of the 360 stretch fabrics that prevent it from riding up and giving you wedgies. I mean, they're designed for the gym, any type of performance activity you're doing, running, playing golf. They're comfortable for everyday wear. They have those mesh cooling zones with the contour pouch, and that guarantees that only your goals are getting crushed out there. Uh, I love that they have the antimicrobial and anti-odor technology and the stay put waistband that won't roll up or pinch. I mean, they thought of everything. Everything. Yeah. You know, really thought of everything to make underwear extremely comfortable. So the best deal on the internet, what is it? Use code Golficity, G-O-L-F-I-C-I-T-Y, and you're going to get 25% off your entire order. And guys, once you order once, I know you'll be coming back for more. It's that good. Check it out. Tommyjohn.com. All right. So let me give you a little backstory on these stories. So we, we, we sent Zach on a mission after seeing one really funny story online. We sent Zach on a mission. We said, dig up some stories for us from the internet. Go find us some stories. Go find us some stories. So he went very deep into Reddit, uh, which is often a gold mine for this type of thing, uh, to find some of the wildest and wackiest stories. And maybe you guys can relate to some of these. One I'll just start off with was kind of just a funny one. Um, this one came from Nada Jabroni. <laughs> on reddit okay and he basically said you know he used to play in this golf league and this one guy was a real hothead you know i feel like there's always one in every group long story short this guy's having a particularly bad day and he takes not just the club i mean we saw even like rory do this on tour throwing his six iron in the water this guy was like he he just took the whole bag the whole thing launched it into the lake <sighs> right into the pond right? whatever yep. it is 
Anyway, so they see this guy storm off at the end of his round. The clubs are floating away. And he goes he goes over like he's gonna leave, goes to his car, all of a sudden, you know, you slap in the pockets. Oh no. And you're like, What's oh, no. going on? No <laughs> keys. Realizes he's got the keys in the bag. So hey, if you're gonna be a hothead, at least take your at keys take out the before keys you out. throw away the thing. Talk about walk of shame. They all watch as he has to walk back to the golf course, go into the pond, swim out to his bag, <laughs> recover his bag just so that he could take his keys out and head home. That one, ugh. imagine gonna, explaining that one. He, you get home, explain to your wife, like, why are why, you soaking wet? Why are you soaked? Right. Like, I wonder if he took the clubs out. <laughs> at that point, I at think, that point, I think you have to. I think you just recover everything. You get everything, kind of move on. But imagine you're like, yeah, I got so mad, I, I threw my clubs. That bad, huh? <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That was a bad one. <laughs> Here's another one. Like this one's just kind of a funny story because it's like, what are the chances of this? So this one's from uh, Smarter Not Harder, and he says his buddy was playing Pine Valley a couple summers ago. Now, first of all, amazing for him. getting to play Pine yeah. Valley. That's still <clears throat> hugely on our bucket list. Yep. Um, and it's a hot day. And he's thinking, it's Pine Valley. No one's going to mess with my car if I leave the windows open. So he parks in the lot, leaves the windows down. Anyway, he's playing his round. He gets to the 18th hole, tees off, and pulls the ball left, right? But they think it's it's in play. So he walks up there with the caddies. Everyone's searching for it for a bit. They never find it. Mm. So he ends up walking back to the tee, re-teeing, and, and moving on with his round. The end of the round, remember, hot day. He decides, goes in, I'm going to have a drink or two and cool off. So hour goes by he's in the bar after that he heads out to finally head home his windows are still down right gets in the car goes to start it up and he looks at his dash and the glass that covers the speedometer and all that is shattered Uh, and inside the glass is sitting his golf ball he put it through his own window which the window was down Down. and it's instead of smashing the glass of his window it smashes the glass of the odometer, the speedometer, everything, and it's sitting in there. That's um, pretty wild. What are the chances? But hey, at least you have to play Pine Valley. That's true. Well, I think the old Seinfeld, one in a million. One in a doc. million, Doc. One like those farmers commercials where like we covered, we've seen it, we've, we covered. Yes, that's a perfect one. <laughs> it's a perfect one. He, he needs to get the call from farmers <laughs> yeah. for that one. That was a wild one. Jeez. Um. So I imagine they're only going to get worse here. They only were, in fact, the one you teased earlier, let me find it. I've got so many stories here, but the, the, the one with the gorilla. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so this one comes from Stern a lot. And he said, I was golfing at the only course within the city limits of Pittsburgh with three friends. Course has a, has a large park, fairly dense woods outline the course on the back nine. So he's on number 11. Um, and he says, particularly nestled in the woods. Like it's mm. really like kind of like bordering on that, the woods there. Um, and as they're they're about to tee off, they see two cops coming towards them <laughs> not in a, a golf cart. The cops, okay. Two, not the starter, right? <laughs> this is the next level, right? It's the cops. The and cops come up to them, and they're particularly curious because I believe it was a walking course. So yeah. the cops are coming up on a cart as well. So it's like, oh, what's really going on? Yeah, here? what's right. up? Like you see right. the cops pulling up on you. You're like, what did we do? And he says the cops, trying clearly to keep a straight face, says, says to the guys, "Have you seen a gorilla?" <laughs> <laughs> like can, just like you gotta put yeah. yourself in the hey, shoes for a second a imagine you're on the 11th hole and some guy the cops yeah. come and be like have you guys seen a gorilla <laughs> right. now i'm thinking like what's going on right <laughs> long story short the cops like I, I would tell the cops you're gonna have to explain yourself because otherwise i'm gonna be terrified right like did a gorilla right. sp- escape the zoo uh-huh. and i gotta worry about this guy ripping my arm off while exactly. i'm playing up exactly right. turns out there's some guy 
and why people do things is its own mystery, but there's a guy dressed in a gorilla suit hiding out in the woods around the 11th hole and stealing people's balls as they come into the green. Wow. What a business model. And, the, <laughs> and that's how second chance golf balls are found. Exactly. <laughs> he started a company called Gorilla, Gorilla Golf. GorillaGolfBalls.com. GorillaGolfBalls, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. So the cops, right. I guess, are on the lookout for him, and they're asking every group who goes through to keep an eye out for this man in a gorilla suit. man in a gorilla suit. I guess he wanted to be camouflaged. Is that what it was? I don't know. Gorilla's common in Pittsburgh. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. Um, wow. So now here's one. This one sounds like a complete nightmare. Oh, um, boy. And, and I think anybody- it's not how you like, want to start a story. No, but I mean, anybody who's a caddy or oh. has caddied before is going to feel for this guy. This one comes from MJP242. And he said he was caddying at a very exclusive club. And this he had it was particularly that day, he had a very drunk member that he was on the bag for. And the guy hits a bad shot, immediately turns and blames the caddy. And he- this is where it really gets bad. We've seen like verbal altercations. He physically throws his seven iron as hard as he can at, at the, the caddy. caddy right? On. So he said he was very close to him, only a couple of feet away. He tried to get his arms up to deflect it, but he couldn't. The, the club hits him in the face. So now- It's assault with a deadly weapon. It is. It? You yeah, got to fight at that point. Yeah. You, like I'm throwing hands. Like this right. guy at that is point, not getting you were off just that assaulted. Yeah. You were, you were, A, you're pressing charges. Of course. But B, yeah, I right. mean the 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 rage that would come out of anybody after being having but this a guy club gets it in the end. You. Yeah, keep going. So this guy, <laughs> yeah. so he's got a huge welt and he's bleeding from the face. He said immediately as a knee jerk reaction, he just took the guy's bag and threw it into the lake. Just took okay. the whole bag. So instead of throwing hands, he he just took he just okay. took the guy's bag, threw it in the lake. Now they can't continue, so the two of them have to walk back. They're you know on the fourth hole, so they had to walk back to the clubhouse. As they're getting closer and closer to the clubhouse, now the rest of the employees and the, and the guys in the caddy shack and everybody are seeing this and like, what's going right. on? And he's cursing Imagine at him you the whole way, a, right? Yeah, they say they're fighting verbally the whole way. Uh -huh. You see this, you probably heard it before you saw it. Right. Imagine now you see you a see drunk it. member and a, and a caddy bleeding from his face, cursing at each other, like what's going on? <laughs> um, right. Long story short, they told the story that immediately they made the member pay him for the full round tip him generously um and they said the guy was suspended for a month suspended yeah that's when you kick him off kick the tour, him right? off the tour right dog. seriously well not only that like you were saying earlier like i would have been like the next call been the it cops, was assault yeah i mean you get charges thrown out you've got that. witnesses yeah. i would be like this guy so and, and what makes it like the worst too is this guy at the time was a kid he was 19 <sighs> He's just working a summer job. I mean, like, probably, what kind know? of dude do you have to be, right? Like, you're like right. a nineteen-year-old kid, you throw a club at him gotten, in his face. I've, I've gotten terrible reads from caddies. I've never once thought about throwing a club at him, dude. I'm hitting him right back with a club. Seriously, I'm taking, I'm taking probably a seven iron because I can. Oh no, seven iron was the one that was thrown at him. <laughs> so maybe yeah. maybe a four iron. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hitting that dude as hard as I possibly can. I might have snapped all his clubs over my knee. Yeah, right in front. Well, of he say threw them in the lake. Oh, that's a good way to. But do I it. mean, I, we all could say what we would do. I think in that moment, you also you'd be so shell shocked, shocked, like what just happened. Like you don't expect a guy to throw his seven iron at right. your face, like for a seven iron. Yeah. It was a bad putt, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, no, but that's crazy. I'm surprised they only suspended him. Now I wonder what club. I know. <laughs> I, I I think it would have been a, a, a kicked out of the club, you know, fines. Yeah, like, if you're not, not like literally here. pressing you're charges. Not here. Like if how you, do you show up? You're committing assault with a deadly weapon. How do you, you show should. up after that? Right. So here's another one. And 
speaking of a course, like it often goes hand in hand, having a little bit too much to drink and, and playing golf. Yeah, this right? might be my favorite. So this one, <laughs> this one comes from Alex uh, Ander TB on on uh, on Reddit. So he said he he was he worked uh, again caddying as a younger guy caddying at the golf club. And he said this is one member, crazy good golfer, but super streaky. And like he could play have a great round, he could have a terrible round. But he said, he said, this guy's, I guess he's known on the course for being like a drinker and a smoker. Like okay. this guy can put him away. Okay. Drink, right. So he's probably a five to seven handicap. Um, and they got a tournament going on. And this guy, he says, he's keeping track. He proceeds to crush about 12 to 14 beers during his round. First of all, I wouldn't even wow. still be standing. Yeah. If I drank a, a 12 pack out there playing. Uh, meanwhile, he's got, he's had like two packs of cigarettes. He says he's a clearly approaching blackout by the yeah, midway through the back. John Daly right? vibe right now. And you meet, yeah, and you think too, like, what are we going to see? Like, oh, we see on Instagram all the time guys swing and they fall, they miss right. it, they look right. right on their face. But um, they said, they, the caddies all start talking to each other because they're like, you see how drunk he is. But they go, look at his scorecard. They're like, come here, look at his <laughs> scorecard, right? Because they're keeping right. score. By the 16th tee, guy's seven under on his round. Wow. Yeah, seven that's... under, right? He goes out, proceeds to tie the course record, firing a 63 that day. He goes, he goes bogey, par, bogey. By the time he's blackout drunk, he goes, bogey, par, bogey. Uh, the course record, sorry, was a, was a 63. Okay. He, he, I'm, I, I read that wrong. He was trying to tie the course record. He needed to par out the last three holes. Got it. And but he, he goes, par, bogey, par, bogey to shoot a 65. Wins the tournament they were playing by a country mile. Uh, they said it was the most dr- incredible display of drunken golf they've ever seen. They said the guy's a legend. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking like, imagine that you wake up the next morning, you don't even remember. You don't even remember it. Be like, what happened yesterday? Where'd that trophy come from? (laughs) Sixty-five. Incredible. Is that the way to play golf? Maybe for that guy. You got to think. Maybe if he had like two less beers, he he pars out and ties the course record. Or two more. Just (laughs) every way you want to look at it. Now. Kind of saving the best for last here. This is the one I thought you were going for. This is my favorite. No, this one saving takes the, the cake. Best I think last. takes this, the cake. In, it just an incredible story. And again, it of course involves alcohol. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of in a slightly different way. So this guy is saying he um, he works, at, you know, at the golf course. He's working in the cat in the uh, the cart barn, so to speak. And towards the end of the night. He goes into the, you know, towards the end of the day, the the whatever, he goes into the cart barn and they notice that one cart is missing. So like, off the grid. Off there. Like what is Gone. up? What is up? Because nowadays the cool thing about the carts is they got the GPS. Yeah. So you they know can that check thing that. Is at all times. So sure. they 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 check the GPS and they notice that this cart goes missing on the fourth hole. Disappears from the map. Because this thing that I guess the GPS doesn't work everywhere. It eventually just disappears. Right. Fourth hole. <laughs> disappears off the, off the map. So they're like, where is this thing? Well, they get their first clue, not like not that long after. They get a call from someone saying they just saw a golf cart driving down the road. Here we go. Like down the road, yeah. right? <laughs> so not like what? But they can't find this thing because it's the, out of the GPS range. They right. just know that it left after the fourth hole. So they're, they're waiting around. Now it's dark. It's nighttime. So they get another call that the cart's been found. It's spotted. It's parked. Mm-hmm. It's parked outside of a bar. Six miles from the golf course. Wow. Six, Six miles. miles away. You think it's an electric car. Electric What's the fastest it goes? 15? 
maybe 25 max. 20 max. booking in a golf cart. Right, Max. To, hey, he might have worked at a course before. Might be able to know how to take the government off knew. those things. He might have known. Maybe, but either way, you're thinking an electric <laughs> golf cart, 15 miles an hour. It's going to take you a bit. That's a commit. You're committed to that bar six miles away. Yeah. So anyway. Is that they, easy Easy math? 15 miles an hour? It's 15 miles. So you obviously take them far less than an hour. We're taking about, what, 20 minutes? 20 minutes? 20, 30 minutes, miles? give or take? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a hike. Yeah. About Jeez. 25 minutes to just fly back to the back <laughs> on the road. 25 oh, minutes. Man, that's incredible. So they, they're like, all right, they got to go recover <sighs> this cart. So th- this guy, he goes and he, and he hops in the car with the head pro. They drive down to the, the, the thing, have a little bit of an altercation with the, I'm sure. the guy. I'm sure that was. Turns out this guy was like, like, what happened? He was like, I was having a bad round, so I wanted to go to the bar. And I didn't want a DUI. So I figured I'd just veer off the golf course and take the cart. Jeez. My, so, my first question is, is there no bar at the course, no restaurant at the course? I'm assuming not. I guess not. Okay. Maybe it's his favorite bar. Regardless, <laughs> this guy's banned. He really needed that pick me up. <laughs> now you're banned. Now you're banned. That guy's banned for life from, yeah. the, from I, that yeah. course. He got banned. He He's didn't banned. assault anyone. But he did steal a cart. Right. David steal a, I mean, again, yeah. this again, this is borderline call the cops. Yeah. So that was a crime. It's a crime. Yeah, the right. DWI. I was borrowing it, but still. Right. Here's the thing: the guy is trying to avoid a DUI. It's a DUI, no matter what no matter you drive what on driving. the road. Sure, you can't be just absolutely hammered. Have the cop pull you over? Be like, it's a golf cart. You can get a DUI on a bike. I love yeah. the logic. Yeah, it's so funny. But I'll take the car. I think instead. we can all surmise that this guy's thinking wasn't quite in order. So, right. but that was his his reasoning. Might not have been a good thing, but that was his reasoning. So now though. This kid has to hop in the cart and they got to get it back. Mm-hmm. So he said they had to drive it all the way back. He said he drove with the head pro in a pickup truck behind him with the lights on so he could see and the flat and the hazards on driving this thing slowly back down the road, six miles imagine? and the whole time thinking it's electric. It could die at any time. He said they got back to the cart barn at midnight that night <sighs> and parked this thing. Jeez. And this guy was never invited back. So I guess he never thought ahead because like, what were you going to do after you after the bar? This Drive guy didn't think before, after, after, or in the middle. All. He didn't think anyway. He just wasn't thinking. He was just like, he just made that hard right off the fourth green. Right? <laughs> just, just like. Fifth right. hole this way. Yeah, fifth hole this way. <laughs> bar this six way. miles this way. <laughs> just down the road. But I can only imagine the chaos it sounds like as you're getting phone calls and trying to figure out where this cart is. And right. people are seeing it driving down the road. And then finally, someone's got it spotted outside of a bar. Jeez. They avoided so, the jail time and no one got hurt. Well, we don't know. I mean, we I don't, don't, I don't know if at the end of the day, like, I would imagine the cops at least knock on the door and give you a friendly, like, yeah, like, don't like, do a that little, anymore. like, what's up? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> let's not do this. I anymore. think they got to <laughs> at least give you the old, the warning. Yeah. The right? what's up. You got to get the what's yeah, up. You gotta get the, first of all, you could never go back to that golf course. Yeah. That's first, first of all. Foremost. Second of all, like, come on. <laughs> let's do a quick refresher on what a DUI is because right. you sound like a hazard. Yeah. To everyone. To everybody. Anyway. Those oh. are some wild stories. There are countless more. I'm sure we'll we'll run through some more. I'm some sure you guys point. have some. Let's hear them. And if you guys have some, <laughs> drop them in the comments because we would love to hear them. Uh, but it's just it's just crazy the things that can possibly happen out there. That's for sure. Oh man, I wish I would have threw my two cents in because I've got a good one. I do. I give a guy the time for a quick one. I, you I, can't I got tease it now. Me like that, and not tell me. I had a guy. These will be quick. Um, you, when you relieve yourself. A male on the golf course usually find a nice tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in the middle of the fairway. Right in Come the on. middle of the fairway. You were playing with this guy? Yeah. I was just in like in the right rough and I look over and it's just right in the middle of the fairway. No tree, no coverage, no nothing. Just went for it. 
Jeez. That's bold. That's bold. <laughs> That's bold. That's bold. Just saw it all. Unbelievable. Not to mention, like, imagine your ball ends there the next time. Next guy. <laughs> yeah. You're worried about landing in a divot. Like right. a puddle. <laughs> standing water. Jeez, that sounds like a good part to spot to end the show. Yeah. All right. You guys let us know your own uh, your own stories in the comments. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you next week.